This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. Something that your pastors has already given, I'm just here to remind you a little bit. Is that okay? Sometimes we just have to be reminded of who we are. Because when we don't know, the enemy tries to sabotage and throw stuff. You don't find it at school. You're not going to find it at work. Everywhere you go, it's anti-Christ and anti-God. And the enemy has thrown a divide between the body of Christ with this last situation, with this pandemic, with the shot, do you have the shot? Do you not? It is called racism division. It's called sexism division. It's called every division you can name. But God is saying it's time for the body of Christ to rise up, take authority, walk back in the supernatural that he gave us from the beginning of time. We're looking at Genesis 1. 26 through 28 first. It said, and God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. When he said us, who was he talking about? The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They were all there from the beginning. And that's why we're dealing with the, su the supernaturalness of the Holy Spirit in us daily that's trying to say, step into your call. Step into where God is calling you to go. It said, and let them have, as Pastor Rock said, dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and all the earth. Pastor Joy said, all. We're looking at some. Well, God, did you just call me to uh, be a prophet? Or did you just call me? God says, I want you to profit with all. You can use them all. Yeah, one may be your dominant gift, but I don't want to get over to Nigeria. And I'm like, where's Pastor Joyce? I can't roll in that gift right there. Where's Sister? Where, where's my psalmist? She's got to move in the healing. God said, I made you complete. Yes. I made you complete. He says, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Yes, he made the creeps too. So, so y'all got just accepted. He made the creeps. Just pray God's blessings on him and keep going. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and who? Now I didn't see nothing in between. Did I miss something in the word? Was there a gender situation there? Babies are born, and you got to let them decide what they're going to be. Don't form, represent, function? Come on. All right, number 28. A, it says, and God blessed them. And he said to them. Now, he already stopped, Pastor Joyce. Be fruitful and multiply. You've done it. All right? <laughs> and replenish the earth and subdue it. What does subdue it mean? Be the master of it. Subdue means be the master. Then let's move with me quickly to Genesis 5, 1 and 2. There's something in here that I didn't see in the beginning. And you did, but I didn't see it. I missed it. It said, this is the book of the generation of Adam. 
in the day that God created man in the likeness, God made he what? He him. And it said male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam. They were both called Adam. God didn't put us say, you're going to be Eve and you're going to be They were both called Adam. Adam named Eve, Eve. But God said, you are both who? Adam. He said, Adam in the day that they were created. Yes, we've lost because of sin. What happened? We lost our identity. Stuff went another direction. But God created us to be what? Supernatural. What happened? I was born to be like a God. We know that disobedience of sin. All the things that we have. Isn't it strange we're drawn toward the things they say don't do? Or you can't have? Or don't bother that? You haven't even thought about it. But once they said no and don't, that idemic nature, that man nature come up in us. And we just become curious. I got to try it. Many of us have opened Pandora's box and we can't get it closed. God is saying, but I'm here today to close that box and put every demon that has attacked your life back in that box. We have the authority of Jesus Christ. The love of God still reigns. Even though Adam and Eve sinned, they went against God. He could have went and just gave them a you know what I'm saying. He could have gave them up one side and down the other. But he waited to the cool of the day. He's teaching us how to counsel. Wait to the cool of the day. He's teaching us how to deal with our friends and people. Wait to the cool of the day and hear God. And he said, Adam, where are you? Uh, the, uh, you know, I was naked. <laughs> well, who told you we were naked? Well, you know, I looked down and I figured it out. <laughs> that I was naked. And then when he said, well, what did you do? When he told me, see, blame shift. Are you, that woman you gave me, you know, uh, she gave it to me. And, I, and the woman looked, now I'm not a snake down at the serpent. Whatever he was, he did it. And we're still blame shifting today. Everything come about. When you're dealing with heart issues, when you're dealing with something that failed in your life. Well, if I hadn't been born to this family, well, if my mama hadn't done. But let me tell you something. Your mama wasn't but 22. Get over it. You're 45. Why are you still going back there and lingering on that when God said, I'm the God that set you free? Why do you think I sent the Holy Ghost to set you free, to give you power? Say power over. And power beyond. Let's take a glimpse at the kind of power we had. If I don't get to this, I'm just going to give you some scriptures. Let's take a glimpse. When we look at David, the shepherd boy, and he encountered Goliath, do you wonder why in the world he had such a struggle with Goliath? Goliath was a Raphaim giant. 
That means he had some of those supernatural powers from the garden. Remember, we were, we were complete in the garden. We were made to live forever. Adam lived 900 years after the fall. After he sinned, he lived 900 years. We don't know how much it was before. Do the research. This man was 11.35 feet tall. He was six cubits and a span. What do you mean, mean by Raphaim giant? Raphaim, how you, when we say Jehovah Rapha, supernatural healing. This Raphaim giant, if he was coming at you and you cut off his arm, it would grow back. If he was coming at you and you cut off his leg, he would grow back. This is why King David said, take his head off. And severed from his body. Because he was a Raphaim giant. And God said now that Jesus has come. We can call on Jehovah Rapha. And we have the Raphaim power. To come against anything that comes up against us. I'm not saying it won't stifle you for a minute. I'm not saying it won't shake you at the root. But you know what? Get back up. And keep on going. Because you've got the power of Jehovah Rapha. What are we looking at? First thing, what's blocking us now? What's blocking us? We got the Holy Ghost. We come in here and we, we jump around. How you doing? God bless you. See you in the parking lot. Huh? Yeah, you just got out of the car, told your husband, get out of my face. I don't even want to see you no more. Told your kids, I'll knock your head off and you're going to have to go find it. <laughs> but we come in, hallelujah. <laughs> Praise him. How you, oh, bless. We know the language, don't we? Why are we still walking when we get home and defeat? Why do we grin here and go home with the same burden? It's not that, that pastor, they're not preaching and giving you the word. It's not that worship is not going for. What's wrong with us? There are seven things that goes on. I'm going to hit them quick. And you can write them down if you want to. Shame and guilt and rejection. The enemy gets us into these things. He allows these things in our lives. And then he blames us. And he, and, and he shames us. You are shamed. You are shamed. You don't want anyone to know what you're really like. So you can't go forth in your ministry. Because, well, God said, I left it behind and the enemy is bringing you all kind of thoughts. He has nothing new. The things he's given you is all move, up, move ahead. I have forgiven you. Uncontrollable thoughts. Keep your mind on Christ. Stop letting everything flow across your head. You know, my dad used to say, if you let... It's okay that a bird fly over your head, but what's wrong with you that you let him come build a nest in it? My God. My God. So why are we allowing these thoughts to permeate? Why are we looking for answers and solutions? Why are folks looking at woke? Why are they looking at the yanni pot? Why are they looking at the yanni eggs? Why are we doing all this? Because we are looking for the supernatural. And God said, I already have given you power and the supernatural. Our uncontrollable thoughts, compulsions, lust, our bad habits. Do anybody know what we're doing? 
lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, the pride of life. We deal with lust. And then when we finish all that and somebody said, I got past the first three, he brings fear. Fear, false evidence appearing real. He only brings you the past fear. He has no fear. How can he show you the future? All he does is show us the past, and we get stifled by the past. God said, go back to school. I've got something for you. No, I, I, I failed uh, math in the second grade. I don't think I can do math. Come on. This is what the enemy does. Fear, fear, fear. He keeps us boxed. Boxed in a box because of fear. When the Lord said, fear not. Fear and faith cannot cohabitate together. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Then he gives us hopelessness. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. When you're hopeless, I just don't think there's nothing for me. I just don't pick up your word. Somebody said, but I don't like to read. Put on Google. Google the Bible. Listen to it. We don't have any excuses anymore. Why are you spending all the time on Facebook? Looky-loo. Looking yourself and everybody got somebody. Everybody. That is the biggest lie that ever left hell. Why don't you, if you're going to look at Facebook, find you a real message and listen to it. Pick up Pastor Joyce's. Pick up something that somebody's giving to you. Hopelessness. Then bitterness. Life isn't fair. I got the wrong end of the sick. What did God say? He said, I withhold no good thing from you. Ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. Look at the acronym. Ask A. Seek. Knock. He said, I said I would open it. Will I not open up windows from heaven and pour you out blessings that you have not room enough to receive? You are my supernatural. Our insecurities. Fear of what man will do. Fear of the snares that are out there. But guess what? Our insecurities, the word of God say, go to Proverbs 29 and 25. Whosoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. Whosoever do what? Is kept safe. If God gave, he said, what's whosoever walks in integrity walks, but whosoever takes crooked paths will be found out. We're looking for shortcuts. If I do it this way, if I cheat here, he said, Proverbs 10 and what? 9 says, what happened? You will be found out. Now, a secular man, Mark Twain said, two most important days of your life. How many know God can use anything? Come on. And you think he can't use you? He used a chicken and a mule one time. He had the mule talking. He used the chicken. And you mean he can't use you? The devil told you a lie, he can't use you. It is not true. Somebody like Mark Twain said, there are two very important days in our lives. The day we were born, number one, and the day we find out why. The day you were born and the day you find out why. How do we find out the why? Seek 
the one, the, the creator. Seek the one that made you from the beginning. He made you uniquely and he formed you. He formed you. He took out his time. Everything about you is formed by the Lord. And it's for a purpose. Somebody said, but my nose is big. He said, well, you smell better than most folks. I don't care what it is. God said, I uniquely and marvelously made you. To the glory of God, we are a replica. Somebody say, we are a replica of our God. Of our God. Okay, you're asking, how many know that Jesus came in the midst of everything? Jesus came. Why did he come? He's the second of the Godhead. He said, Father, make me a flesh. A robe of flesh so I can go down and die and redeem them. Take every excuse they have. I'm minority. I was rejected. I was, come on, name them all. Somebody name one for me. Come on. Nobody like me. I'm ugly. I have an accent. Okay, y'all from Africa. What about the Americans that got an accent and can't nobody understand nothing? I'm from the South. Okay. Everybody got something. All right? We all have something. <laughs> he said, we all got a reason. But God said, I died for your reason. Jesus came. I asked the question, is Jesus, is God sexist? Well, he already showed us in Genesis. But the reason we think so sometimes is because remember at the tomb when Jesus came out and he told Mary Magdalene, don't touch me. But doubting Thomas, thrust your hands in my hand, thrust him in my side. Oh, why couldn't Mary do that? Well, we search. That's why in this book, far beyond what we can see, it talks about it. And this is, if anybody lost anybody, this is a book that will help you. It says Supernatural Encounters, Life Beyond. We're not dead like you think that you left laying there. God said the real you came out. The real spirit and the real soul came out. And they are more alive than ever. Now, I don't care what folks said. Well, you know, that's what he said. Yeah, the body did die. The body is left, but the soul and the spirit. Hallelujah. It has people in here that just gives the stories of how. Well, what did Jesus do? Why did he? You know what he did? He went into the gates, into the pits of hell. He led captive free. People that died years ago did not know him. They were given a second opportunity. Did they do it? That's why you saw the disciples walking the street. They were walking the street. I want to explain this to you. They were walking the scene, walking the street. Why? Because they were going up to God. That he was taking them to present first fruits to the Father. He said, come on, all of you, come on. Because do you know Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, none of them had never seen Jesus. None of them had ever descended. This was their opportunity to follow Jesus Christ to the heavenlies. And then he said, I'll go back and get the rest of them. That's when they saw him 
when he ascended back down and left the disciples and those that were glorifying him there with him when he came back down remember he was supernatural how many say supernatural he could eat with them and then walk through a wall and not leave the food on the other side come on that had to be supernatural so when that happened that lets us know God says I came back down to lead to set you free I cared enough to come back and say where is Peter where is Peter the one that denied me it's alright come on Peter he went down and he came after all of us Peter how many of you felt that your, your name might be Peter Ann but it's Peter Peter he said where is he when Peter came back guess what Peter and the disciples he said I'm leaving but I will not leave you what comfortless I have left the power of the Holy Ghost here making you supernatural he said greater works shall ye do greater works shall ye do why aren't we doing greater works because we have not tapped into the source of the supernatural. How many say it's time? It's time. Now I'm going to talk about issues for a minute. The woman with the issue of blood. She dealt with this how many years? How many? Twelve long years. She dealt with this. But she made three decisions. That shifted. Number one, she made a decision to step out and not linger in her issues and self-pity. I don't care what people think. I'm going to go where they said the healer is. God said, I'm the one, I'm the God that healeth you. I'm the God that sells, can solve your problem. I'm the God that can take you from where you think you were rejected. In the name of Jesus, they can take you from rejection to acceptance. You heard Pastor Joy, accepted by Jesus. No matter what we've been through. How many been through some stuff? You got some issues. I don't know about you. Everybody got some of them. Well, I came from an elite group. You know, my, my Uncle John, he's, a, he's one of the greatest physicians in the world. Well, you didn't tell us about Uncle Bobo that's drinking and sitting out there on the corner. Everybody got nuts in their fruit bowl. Come on. God is good. How many say God is good? Number two, she found the right crowd and the group that was looking for Jesus. Some of us are hanging with the wrong crowds. We are hanging with the naysayers. We got a problem. We go talk to somebody that's on the same level as us. Girl, I wouldn't put up with this. When you talk to your friend and you feel worse when you left, leave them alone. It is time, she said, let me make a decision. I'm going to follow the group that's looking for Jesus. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, I'm going to follow the group that's looking for Jesus. And see, and nowadays we can say, I'm going to follow the Holy Ghost crowd. I'm going to follow somebody that knows the word. I'm going to follow what God promised me, and I won't settle for less. Number two, number three, not bound by her circumstances and push past her obstacles. She was a woman. 
not allowed to even get near him. Jesus knew who touched him, but he wanted everybody else to know who touched me. She didn't hide it there. I didn't do it. God ever bring the blessing that we did? I don't think that was for me. One of your pastors called out somebody's got uh, uh, hurt in a certain area. It's probably somebody else. You know you've been hurting all night. But we won't get up and receive that deliverance and that healing. God said, I'm the Lord that heals you. So we're going to move quickly. Stop letting past issues define your present. Stop allowing past issues to dictate who you are. Stop allowing people that ain't going nowhere to tell you where to go. You tell them I'm about to go back to school. Well, you know, it's going to be rough. Girl, I don't know. Joni flunked out last year. And she owed the school a whole bunch of money. And you like, here go your feathers. I guess I won't go back. This whole everybody's flunking out. Everybody knocked. Now you tell my mom, Mama, why come I can't go to the party? Everybody going to the party. She said, Everybody ain't going because you're not. Hey. We say to the mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea. We are stuck on self promotion instead of God promotion. Nothing's going to take away our hopelessness and emptiness. And the void that's within us, except Jesus. What did the woman need? Just one touch. How many say just one touch this morning? How many need that one touch this morning? When they said, oh, maybe you better go back home. You just broke your foot. I said, the devil is a lie. I know God sent me here. So I'm going to go. And guess what? The foot going to get well. And I'm going to put my stilettos back on. I decree and declare it. It's okay. I got a sharp one on. You know, that's just to demonstrate I'm about to go up again. Okay. No matter what the challenge is, we can go forward. Because we're, pres because we're prepared and preserved. Because God has called us to be the supernatural. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through the pulling down of stronghold. Those weapons that the enemy, see, he goes, he don't go and get my problem and give it to you. He knows what bothers me. He knows that I get in that club, I'm going to want to get down. So he's not going to tell me, smoke some weed, uh, uh, go, uh, go get you a drink, because he know I hate being out of control. See, but if you like to party, he's going to tell you, just, just take a little bit. You ain't got to take much. Just take a little bit. Just, just, just start right here. You know, got Jesus drunk wine. One little boy tell me, I ain't nothing wrong with weed, see, because God made all the herbs. I say he sure did, but why you not smoking poison ivy? Since he made all the herbs, smoke that. Because God, okay, he preserved us. He put super on our natural. Let's talk quickly. I got four minutes about women like Esther. Although an orphan adopted by her uncle, put down, not looked at, 
like the other women, God called her for such a time as this. And God said, no matter what you've been through, he's called you for such a time as this. He's called every woman in here. Somebody said, I'm looking at Pastor Joyce, and maybe God didn't call me. Yes, he did. You have a divine appointment. There's inventions that has never come forward. Everybody in here has the ability to be a millionaire, but we're just too scared to tap into it. God gave you an idea and you threw it on the back burner. I can't do it. I can't afford it. What people going to say? What people going to say? And why are you too pleasing people you don't even like? Come on. We look at Esther. Then we look at Mary that had her plans to get married. Everything. She didn't want to be embarrassed. She didn't want to be put down. But guess what? She put her plans aside and said, I'll bring forth the Savior. Look at what she did. We look at Hannah. Hannah was barren, mocked by Penina. She was told that you, you ain't about nothing. Ha, ha, ha. You can't have no babies. Ha, 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 ha. Look at you. Even her own husband didn't understand her. Even the priest asked her, are you drunk, woman? But Hannah, one day, said, I'm going to rise up. She and Elkanah, they rose up, and she produced a prophet. She produced a priest. She produced the supernatural. Why? Because she stepped out of what was bothering her. She stepped past her issues and stepped into the things of God. Like Leah, that was repeatedly told your sister, look better. Leah's name meant cow. I don't know if her eyes was walling or what, but her name meant cow. Her sister's name meant you, little lamb. You got to live with that all your life. Somebody, come here, cow. Every time they call her. But Leah decided, I'm going to do what God said, regardless of what. She kept trying. God opened her wound. She was having babies. She just kept moving. And in a minute, guess what happened? She decided, I'm going to please God. After a while, she said, I'm going to birth Judah. I'm going to give God the praise in the midst of the storm. I'm going to give God the praise. I had three sons before, but God said, out of your loins will come the Levitica tribe. Out of your loins will come Judah first. You might have felt last, but you are first. And she ended up being buried in the cave of Machpelah when her sister was left on the side of the road. How many know that God, it's all about God? It's all about God. It's all about God. Let's just stand. In my closing, I got one minute, 17 seconds. Okay, like Ruth, that came from Moab. She was a Moabite woman. Consider, you think you got a problem talking about Nigeria? I think I got a problem talking about the ghetto. I think I got a problem talking about my uncle's name was picking cotton. You know, I, I think I got a problem. But she had a real problem. But guess what? She began to serve. God has assigned us this morning to start serving. Serve like Ruth did. Serve when you're not seen. Serve when nobody asks you to. Serve when you see a problem. When she began to serve, God stepped in and he blessed. She met Mr. Boaz. And then Mr. Boaz, they had a baby called Obed. And guess what? She became in the lineage of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Come on, give God praise. Hallelujah. Drop all the blockers. Drop all the negative saying. Drop all the stuff. Stop blame shifting. I want you to say, I trust in the power of God. 
because I am supernatural and I'm going to step into it. When? Now. Now is the time. The time is now. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the day. God. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org. Bless you.